prepared to have your health questions answered here on Safe, Effective, Natural Solutions with Dr. Todd Binkley, owner of Binkley Healing Center in downtown Ventura. Now, here's Dr. Todd. Good afternoon and welcome. I am Dr. Todd Binkley, board-certified non-force doctor of chiropractic and practitioner of functional medicine. If you're wondering what is functional medicine, you wouldn't be the first person to ask. Functional medicine means using standard diagnostic tests to identify earlier signs of stress on your various organs and tissues early enough that you can give your body a a chance to heal itself before you become dependent on medication. Have you been to a doctor and been told that there's nothing wrong with you and you still don't feel right? If you don't feel right, there probably is something wrong with you. You just haven't found out what yet. Whatever is preventing you from feeling as fabulous as you should can often be identified with proper testing. And there is a safe, effective, natural solution for almost any health challenge. I've been getting a lot of questions coming in, and one of the most common questions I get, and one of the most common conditions people come to see me for is fatigue. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that today. There are some myths that uh, need to be dispelled that people are misinformed about. So myth number one, if I eat right, exercise, drink plenty of coffee, my energy should be great. And if that's not happening, I guess I'll just have to get used to it. In reality, lots of people eat fresh organic vegetables, eat farm-raised chicken and wild-caught fish, go to the gym five days a week, drink good filtered water, and still feel exhausted. Myth number two. I had my blood work done recently, and all the tests came back normal, and my doctor checked everything. No doctor ever checks everything. There are 300 common tests. Most doctors only check 15 or 20 on a typical visit, and most doctors never check to see if any part of your body is functioning normally. They only check to see if you need medical care, a prescription, an injection, more tests, a referral to a specialist. Myth number three, it's totally normal to not have all the energy I used to have. Everyone slows down as they get older. In reality, most fatigue, tiredness, lack of energy is caused by a dozen little things that are undetectable by standard medical practice. They are identified if you look for loss of normal function in your liver, your kidneys, your cardiovascular system, your digestive system, your immune system, etc. So, for example, I had a patient come in. Let's call her Yolanda, not her real name. She's a 47-year-old hairdresser. She's complaining of gas, bloating, nausea, poor concentration. It's a long list. Headaches, dizziness, depression, anxiety, frequent colds and stuffy nose, cold hands and feet. And she has 50% less energy than she had five years ago. After I asked her a few questions, she revealed that she rarely exercises. She drinks five to six glasses of water a day. She constantly craves starch and sugar, uses a lot of artificial sweeteners. She has dry, thinning hair and hair loss. Dry skin. She's noticing bruises that seem to come out of nowhere. She also has neck and back pain, severe cramps, and heavy menstrual flow. So I did some blood work on her, and the blood work showed that she had some stress on her kidneys, some stress on her liver, 
several nutrient deficiencies. She was low on calcium and chloride and magnesium and protein. <clears throat> Her thyroid was low. She had iron deficiency, anemia, and a few other things that are a little complicated to explain on this show. But the good news is, four months later, her kidneys were doing better. Her mineral deficiencies were still there, still needed some work. Her total protein was was better. Her cholesterol was better. Her liver was a little bit better. Her cholesterol was completely normal now. We're near normal now. And her iron deficiency anemia was gone. But when I was explaining this to her, she actually stopped me. She said, you know what? I, I don't thank you. I, I don't really care what my blood tests look like. I want to tell you that I have no more gas, bloating, or nausea. I have no headaches, no dizziness. My concentration is better. My depression and anxiety are much better. I have no colds or stuffy nose. My hands and feet are less cold or cold less often. And her energy is not only not like it was it's not reduced compared to, but it's actually better. Her energy is now better than it was five years ago. She also is exercising three to five days a week and drinking two quarts of water a day. She was really surprised when I told her that five or six glasses of water was not enough for her body weight and lifestyle. She's eating much less starch and sugar. This is huge. She's not using any artificial sweeteners, which jangle her nerves. Most importantly to her, or at least the thing that seemed to get her the most excited was that her hair wasn't falling out anymore and it was thicker, less brittle. Her skin's back to normal, no bruising, neck and back pain are 70% better. Her menstrual cramps are 50% less and her flow has returned to normal. So here's a question. Who do you know who struggles to do things that used to be easy or who's always sick and takes forever to get well? Do you know anybody that suddenly feels 10 years older than they used to be, that never feels like going out anymore, who's gained weight eating the same food? Do you know anybody who's never wake, who never wakes feeling fully rested or is anxious or depressed for no reason? Anyone who's addicted, someone who's addicted to caffeine, sugar, and stimulants, someone who used to love to go on long walks, hiking, or dancing, it doesn't have to be this way. I am Dr. Todd Binkley, sharing with you safe, effective, natural solutions to almost any health challenge. If you're ready to take the next step and find out what's possible for your situation, Email me at drbinkley at binkleyhealingcenter.com. That's D-R-B as in boy, I-N-K-L-E-Y at binkleyhealingcenter.com. Another common question I get is, Dr. B, you're always talking about functional medicine, making lifestyle choices, eating better food, exercise, supplements, trying to prevent and reverse disease without needing medication all the time. Why doesn't every doctor do this? Well, probably the most common reason is most patients wait till they need medical care, crisis care, some kind of pharmaceutical intervention before they go to a doctor. Most people wait till they're that bad off. 
And that's why the practice of medicine is so heavily based on treating things with drugs, because most people need them. But here's another reason. This is an article that just came out in Medscape in the medical literature a few days ago. Here's the title, How Primary Care Practitioners Are Penalized for Positive Outcomes from Lifestyle Change. How Primary Care Practitioners Are Penalized for Positive Outcomes from Lifestyle Change. This is written by Dr. Padmaya Patel, MD, President-Elect of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And he says, clinical practice guidelines for many chronic diseases recommend lifestyle intervention, basically better food, exercise, stress reduction, etc., as the first and optimal treatment. A growing body of evidence supports lifestyle and behavior interventions to treat and when used intensively, even reverse common chronic conditions such as cardiovascular disease, obesity, and type 2 diabetes while also providing effective prevention for those conditions. However, no current quality measures consider lifestyle interventions. In fact, some even unintentionally penalize physicians for successfully treating and reversing disease, while rewarding conditions for meeting process measures, usually adherence to medication. So this means doctors are rewarded for especially in a nursing home setting, for patients who consistently take their medication. If they consistently take their medication, then that's considered a positive, a gold star for that institution, and the physicians themselves are often rewarded for that. So rewarding medication adherence for the treatment of disease when a lifestyle change for something like hypertension could work better incentivizes physicians to skip the conversation about lifestyle changes and go straight to the prescription of medication. Meanwhile, a clinician who takes the extra time to guide a patient towards lifestyle interventions that could treat their current disease and prevent future diseases without side effects is penalized. Isn't that crazy? He goes on, existing comprehensive lifestyle programs that patients are eligible for, for example, the Diabetes Prevention Program, are often so poorly reimbursed that clinicians and health systems decline to offer them. So despite the fact that lifestyle behaviors are top contributors to health and conversely contribute to up to 80% of chronic diseases, Few of the measures that tell whether or not a, an institution or a physician is doing a good job, few of them measure lifestyle interventions, eating better food, exercising, stress reduction, etc. And, st- and instead, they penalize these approaches. So specific quality measures penalize lifestyle medicine approaches include pharma- pharmacotherapy drugs for type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, osteoporosis, and gout, as well as rheumatoid arthritis. So quality measures, whether or not somebody is being measured as to whether they're doing a good job for their patients, a physician is penalized for lifestyle medicine approaches for type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, osteoporosis, gout, and rheumatoid arthritis. Statin drugs for high cholesterol are a perfect example. Here's a lifestyle medicine primary care physician who had a patient covered 
by Medicare Advantage, who was diagnosed with high cholesterol. Patient had a total cholesterol of 226 and triglyceride level of 132. Instead of prescribing a statin drug like Socor or Lipitor, Torvastatin, etc., the physician prescribed lifestyle behavior modifications. Within three weeks, the patient's total cholesterol improved to 171. It dropped 50 points. And triglycerides uh, similarly dropped over 50 points, down to 75, which is a great success, and the patient was delighted. However, the CMS five-star rating system assigned the primary care physician a grade of C rather than an A, which puts the physician, <clears throat> that physician's five-star rating at risk. Why? Because the system bases its score largely on medication compliance. So despite achieving the optimal outcome at a lower cost than with medication, he was penalized. So Medicare risk adjustment incentivizes physicians to manage rather than reverse disease. A physician utilizing diet alone to achieve remission in a patient with type 2 type 2 diabetes is penalized financially because when the risk is adjusted, diabetes is no longer listed on, on that patient's list of conditions. So Medicare pays the physician less money. This makes no, Does this make sense to you? For the change that needs to happen to be successful, it's vital. This is the end, the end of the article. For this change, the, the change that we want to be successful, it's vital that lifestyle behavior interventions, optimal nutrition, physical activity, restorative sleep, social connections, stress, management, avoidance of harmful substances, this needs to become the foundation of how we measure quality outcomes in healthcare. So, isn't that sad? Somebody's trying to do a better job for someone's health when, it, when it's proven to work better and they lose money and lose their uh, ratings for the institution that they work for. Pretty sad state of affairs. Let's talk about another great case, give you an idea of what's possible with taking better care of yourself. And even when things are, have become really bad, what you can do with high doses of nutrients in special cases. So I had a 75-year-old man, patient that was coming to me, Regularly for a few years, he had a lot of arthritis in his neck and his in his hips, and he was coming every month routinely just to help me, just for have, have me help him keep his neck and hips loosened up. And he had gone on vacation with his family, and I was only supposed to be gone for a, a couple of weeks. And a couple of months gone by, I hadn't seen him. And uh, finally, I think about three, three or four months later, yeah, four months later, he comes in. He says, oh, yeah, I was, uh, when I was visiting my family, I had a heart attack and ended up having to have open heart surgery, double bypass surgery. And um, actually, I didn't see him for five months. And when he finally came in, he looked like a ghost. He was weak, pale couldn't drive anymore. Previously, he was fit. He always wore shorts. He's in Southern California. He's always wearing shorts. His legs were as strong as a, a man much, uh, many decades younger than him. He always looked fit. He walked. He exercised regularly. He was, he was in great shape. He comes in. He's pale, weak, slumped over, can't drive anymore. He's got shortness of breath. He's kind of huffing and puffing a little bit. His ankles are swollen up 
bigger than his calves. And I asked him what his BNP level was. And his daughter uh, was with him and his wife, and they immediately knew what, what test I was referring to. BNP, B is in boy, N is in Nancy, P is in Paul, stands for B-type natriuretic peptide. B-type natriuretic peptide. So this is a test cardiologists use to diagnose heart failure, congestive heart failure especially. So when you start, it's a common cause of death, it's a natural, quote-unquote, natural cause of death, congestive heart failure. You get older, you start to get shortness of breath, fluid backs up into your ankles and into your lungs eventually, and at some point your heart just gives out. Uh, but long before it gives out completely, it just becomes weaker. So the definition of heart failure doesn't mean that your heart is stopped, it just means that it is failing to keep up with demand. It's failing to pump strongly enough to keep all of your blood circulating, and so therefore fluid starts to back up into your ankles and eventually your lungs. So he looks terrible. He's had open-heart surgery, but it's been five months now. And I asked him what his BNP test and it was, was, and it was 382, nearly four times the medical upper limit of normal. And he'd been to his cardiologist recently, and his cardiologist told him that this was just this was just normal. He's a 75 years old. He's had open heart surgery. Basically, this is as good as it gets. You know, enjoy the the time you have left. So I put him on a high dose of coenzyme Q10. Coenzyme Q10 is an essential enzyme for heart repair, for muscle repair throughout your body. It's also essential for energy in the mitochondria for making energy in the energy-making part of every cell in your body, but it's especially important for heart muscle. And our bodies make coenzyme Q10, but production peaks at around age 25. And then after that, it tapers off. So if you have heart failure or struggling heart condition, almost any type of heart condition will benefit from supplementing with coenzyme Q10. I put him on a very high dose of coenzyme Q10, 1,200 milligrams plus several other nutrients. In two months, his ankle swelling was reduced by half. He was standing up straight again. His color had come back. He was driving again on his own, and he couldn't believe it. His wife and his daughter were, were very happy. I reduced his dose of CoQ10 down to 900 milligrams. These are high doses, and it's expensive. To, to get that much CoQ10, but it basically saved his life. Four months later, his ankle swelling was gone, his fatigue was gone, he looked and felt better than he felt before the surgery, and his BNP test was down to 132. 132, just barely out of the medical range. A lot of physicians who are used to treating uh, patients who aren't aware of the benefits of CoQ10 Coenzyme Q10, especially high doses on somebody with a situation like this, think it's impossible to get Cohen Co kept to get the BNP test down below 200 in somebody in their 70s or their 80s or older. So we got it down to 132. A couple of years after that, or I think about a year after that, if my recollection is correct, it, we even got it below 100. We got it down to 87, and he went on and lived another seven or eight years driving on his own, walking, doing all the thing, you know, doing all the things that he enjoys doing. 
And, uh, and then, you know, eventually his heart gave out when he was in his 80s. So that would never have happened without coenzyme Q10. And it did happen with no medications. He was taking some, some medications for his blood pressure, but he wasn't taking any statin drugs for his cholesterol. I think the only medication he was taking was uh, one medication for his blood pressure. So some people would call that a miracle because it doesn't often happen. And a lot of people don't understand how it can happen, but I've seen many, many patients respond very well to high doses of coenzyme Q10 for almost any heart condition. It works for people on atrial fibrillation. It works for people with cardiomyopathy, which is a thickening of the muscle of the heart. It works for people that, um, well, have almost any heart condition. So BNP is the test to run if you want to find out how much stress there is on your heart right now. BNP is a feedback mechanism between your heart and your kidneys. So a peptide is a fragment, a building block of a protein. The, the proteins that your muscle, your heart muscle is made, is made out of include one of these peptides. So as basically as your heart muscle is normally turning over, as some old cells are dying off and new ones are replacing them, some of that cell turnover results in BNP ending up in your bloodstream. There's a normal level of it in your bloodstream all the time. The medical upper limit of normal is 100. The healthy range is 40 or less. But there's always some there telling your kidneys that this is the amount of stretch and strain on your heart muscle. And if it's elevated, then it tells your kidneys to dump more water to take the pressure off of the heart. So that's why there's always some there. But if it's above 100, and a lot of people have no idea. I, I test this on anybody who has signs or symptoms of being at risk for heart disease. And I've had people that are just high-stress personalities or had a family history of heart disease, but have no symptoms of heart disease at all. People in their 30s, 40s, 50s. I recommend we run this test. And I've seen people with no symptoms of heart disease have a BNP of 300, 400, 600. No symptoms. Put them on a high dose of CoQ10 for a few minutes. Get them back to normal. That's called preventing heart disease. Did you know that most doctors are employees? Most doctors are employed by a medical group, a hospital, a nursing home. They're told what they can and cannot do based on standards of care, meaning you get the same treatment everyone else does, and insurance reimbursement. They're governed by a board of directors who are mostly interested in maximizing profits for their institution and cutting costs at the expense of your health. I'm not employed by anyone other than myself, full stop. I work for you. My only interest is helping you, teaching you how you can take responsibility for improving your health. Nothing you'll ever hear from me on this show is a cure for any disease. That's not the purpose of this show, and it's not what I do. I've never cured a single disease in my entire 33 years in practice. That's not my job. Your body does that. Your body heals or fails to heal any disease you get. That's worth repeating. Your body heals or fails to heal any disease you get. Diabetes is not caused by a lack of metformin. 
high blood pressure is not caused by a deficiency of lisinopril. Chronic headaches are not caused by inadequate Advil. Heart disease is not caused by insufficient statin drugs like atorvastatin or semvastatin, liposor or zocor. Most of these disease conditions are caused by stress, identifiable nutrient deficiencies, lousy diets, lack of exercise, and general neglect. If you want to be truly healthy, you have to take responsibility for your own health, but you don't have to do it on your own. I'm here to help. I'd be honored to help you identify all the areas where your heart, liver, kidneys, lungs, immune system, digestive system are silently struggling and could use a little help. Remember, the condition of your body is far more important than any disease condition you've been diagnosed with. Do something today to be a little healthier than you were yesterday. Go for a walk. Eat more fresh vegetables. Call your mother or that friend you haven't spoken to in years. I'm Dr. Todd Binkley, sharing with you safe, effective, natural solutions to almost any health challenge. I look forward to the privilege of speaking with you again right here next Friday at 4 p.m. Have a blessed weekend. You've been listening to Safe, Effective, Natural Solutions with Dr. Todd Binkley. If you have a health question you want discussed on the show, email your health questions to drbinkley at binkleyhealingcenter.com. Take advantage of this opportunity to ask questions for yourself and for your loved ones because our health matters. Join him next Friday at 4 p.m. for safe, effective, natural solutions right here on 98.3 The Word, KDAR.